A very warm welcome to Jersey Heard, Jersey Finance Podcast. Uh, my name is Carolina Pilcher and I'm the Senior Strategy and Research Manager here at Jersey Finance. I'm joined today by Owen Good from the Centre for Economics and Business Research, or CBR for short. I will be using that acronym going forward. And we're here to chat about a major research project that CBR undertook in 2021 to understand the contribution of Jersey's financial services sector to global value chains. So to begin with, Owen, it would be great if you could please tell our listeners a bit about CBR, your role and what this project was all about. Sure. And, and thanks, Carolina. And thanks for having us on as well. Um, so CBR is an independent economics consultancy based in London. We've been providing independent economic forecasting and analysis for private and public sector clients for the past 25 odd years. I'm the head of economic advisory at CBR and our team specialises in these types of major economic impact assessment that, as you referenced, we undertook last year here as part of a major programme to understand and assess the contribution that Jersey's financial services industry makes to the global economy. So quite a big project uh, then. What does it involve, Owen? With some really valuable assistance from finance related organisations across Jersey, our, our task was to quantify the full extent of Jersey's global economic footprint and its contribution more specifically to global value chains through metrics such as GDP and employment, amongst others. This was done both as reference at a global level, but also looking at more granular geographic analysis, such as by continent or by country for some specific countries of interest. At a bit of a high level, the project entailed looking at and considering the value and geographic origin and allocation of the capital intermediated mm -hmm. in Jersey alongside the economic value of this capital to the countries where it flowed. And we were looking primarily at the period 2017 through 2020. That's great. Oh, and maybe at this point, before we, we um, get into a bit more detail on, on some of the findings, maybe it would be a good idea to explain what we mean by global value chains, uh, just in case, you know, term uh, this term is not uh, too familiar for people. Sure, of course. So Jersey and its financial services industry is a key location for the pooling of capital, which in turn facilitates significant economic activity globally. Value chains then are the range of activities that firms and workers undertake to bring products from conception to end use. And these can obviously before be performed within the same firm or increasingly divided across different firms and countries with mm -hmm. global value chains therefore highlighting the shifting and increasingly globalised patterns of trade and production as a function of the increasing interconnectedness of the global economy. So without a doubt, there's sort of been accelerated over over the last decades through technological transformations, amongst others, as well as increasing specialization by different locations in terms of the production, specialization and exporting of certain goods and services. Jersey's role within that then is in ensuring the efficient functioning of these value chains and economies globally, in particular through its financial services and the role that, that plays in ensuring that capital is allocated efficiently and distributed to areas of high return to support businesses throughout their life cycle. That's great. Thank you for, for explaining that. So let's go into a little bit more detail on the research itself and, and what did it reveal at sort of high level? So the figures and the analysis shows that 
while Jersey itself is relatively small, the global economic contribution is is actually pretty significant. So the first thing we were looking at was the level of the capital itself that was intermediated. Mm-hmm. And we found that across the period, um, nearly one and a half trillion pounds in assets are administered by firms in Jersey with these assets then in turn used to support economies across the world. And our analysis on that primarily fun- focused on three sectors within the financial services industry. So we looked at the banking sector, the fund sector and trusts and other asset management vehicles. Uh, on average, Jersey supports more than £170 billion of global GDP. For some further context, this is roughly equal to the 2020 GDP, 2020 direct GDP of New Zealand, which was approximately £172 billion. Wow, so that's that's really significant. And um, and what about the jobs uh, around the world? I, I, I know you looked at that uh, too, Owen. We did. So we considered based upon average productivity rates by region and by different country, the extent to which that GDP was also involved in the supporting of um, labour markets and, and jobs more specifically, as you say. We found that for every job in Jersey's financial services sector, the value chains facilitated supported an additional 380 jobs globally. Uh, in in absolute terms, this meant uh, a total of 5.1 million jobs around the world on average over the considered period. Oh, so it's another um, you know strong statistic. Now we can't avoid a question about COVID, I'm afraid. Uh, so, Owen, what impact has uh, the COVID-19 pandemic seemed to have had? Well, at first glance, from our analysis, relatively limited. We looked at the three sectors that I mentioned specifically from 2019 to 2020. For two of those three, the total assets under management for both Jersey administered funds and trust and other asset holding vehicles increased. In the banking sector, there was a slight decline in the liabilities of Jersey banks, but the 143 billion held in 2020 was still higher than the equivalent figures for both 2017 and 2018. That's really interesting. And so what do you think is the reason for it? And and I suppose, how is Jersey able to add value? So alongside the more quantitative analysis with the the sort of headline findings being those referenced previously. We also spent some time in Jersey conducting interviews with key financial services firms and organisations aiming to understand exactly that question. And those in-person interviews, as has been the case quite a bit for the last couple of years, were also supplemented by uh, sort of a wider series of video calls as well. In terms of answering your specific question and the the key findings. Um, Jersey's tax neutrality is certainly a factor in terms of ensuring capital is pooled efficiently and allocated around the world so that it has the maximum impact. But we also looked at the non-tax based advantages and these these were relatively significant from our findings and interviews. The factor that probably came across the most consistently across those interviews and across the different sectors that we were looking at was the on-island availability of world-class professional and legal services. So while it's the funds, banking and private wealth management sectors themselves that are key in the specific facilitation of the capital that supports value chains, these these firms are are, are supported and their efficiency is enhanced and their, um, their, their, their performance facilitated by other organisations on the island, such as the Ancillary Professional Services Network, including mm-hmm. things like the uh, the legal sector that I just just touched upon. 
And this is tied into concepts associated with agglomeration, which is uh, sort of an important topic within economic theory and and considers the positive spillovers associated with firms of the same or complementary interests and industries, uh, the, the benefits for them of clustering together. And our findings gave a strong indication that this benefit was really felt within the financial services industry. There are also regulatory and infrastructure related reasons. So one particular feature that was noted was the open dialogue between Jersey's financial services firms and the regulator to ensure that uh, any legislative changes such as the economic substance rulings were communicated and fully understood well in advance. More broadly, we also looked at the wider legislative, legal and political stability, and, and that was something that was also highlighted within our within our interviews. Um, in terms of the value of the capital held in those structures, um, Jersey has a particularly strong trust and private wealth sector. One of the one of the evidence points points that we um, we found across those interviews in particular was that this this wider legislative and legal stability was a particularly key benefit for the service provided by that sector. That's uh, really encouraging. Thank you, Owen. Well, we looked a little bit at, well, I suppose it passed. Uh, what about the future? You also looked ahead in terms of uh, Jersey's prospects going forward. So what were the sort of main findings from, from that exercise? We did. So alongside the primary backwards looking analysis, we also extended our analysis to look at the potential future impacts moving forwards through 2030. Based upon this, uh, we we looked at previous trends over the assessed period in combination with wider macroeconomic considerations and uh, wider growth forecasts for the specific geographies that we were looking at and put together three forecasts. And I'm primarily going to talk about the findings across the central one of those three forecasts, although the uh, the general trend of the results was relatively similar across the three. So we believe that the total capital intermediated in Jersey is set to expand by nearly 50% in nominal terms in the years between 2020 and 2030, surpassing the two trillion pound level. This expansion is likely to be primarily driven by the expected strong performance across Asia, in particular those markets with which Jersey has existing strong links. Our forecast specifically for Asia is that the value of the capital intermediated in Jersey flowing to this region will roughly double between 2020 mm -hmm. and 2030, based primarily upon the strong trends that we saw over the 2017 to 2020 period and the interviews which suggested that was a key market as well moving forward. Mm -hmm. More specifically, this is an increase or, or the central forecast estimated an increase from £291 billion in 2020 to 610 billion by 2030. A couple other regions possibly worth touching upon. North America is another region which our forecast suggested strong growth. Um, the value of the capital intermediated in Jersey is set to rise by, uh, flowing to North America is set to rise by just over 50% from 200 billion in 2020 to 300 in, by 2030. Growth in the, in the UK market in relative terms is a little bit more moderate at 24%. Despite this slightly more tempered rate of expansion though, the UK will remain the greatest source of Jersey's capital allocation by 2030, with an estimated £656 billion supported. It is though just worth noting that most of this analysis was conducted in spring and summer 
of 2020 before the emergence of the Omicron variant the and the sure. Ukraine crisis, which have further dampened global economic forecasts. Um, and this would impact and extent the magnitude of some of these findings, mm-hmm. particularly early in the decade, if we were to rerun the analysis today. But having said that, our analysis did suggest a signif- did not suggest a significant decline in the mm-hmm. role of the value uh, of Joe Jersey's role in intermediating global capital from 2019 to 2020, as I touched upon. Uh, and that does suggest perhaps a um, a resilience to some of those external shocks. So the the ultimate magnitude of any changes is is a little bit up for question. That makes sense. And thank you for that. Interesting you mentioned the UK, because I was going to ask you about it uh, in a little bit more detail, value that Jersey adds to the UK's economy. Could you tell us a little bit more um, about it, please? Of course. So during the period we looked at, um, on average, Jersey allocated £553 billion of capital to the UK. This in turn supports £62 billion worth of uh, of economic activity or of UK GDP on mm-hmm. average each year, uh, approximately equal to a little bit under 3% of total UK output. Uh, and as we touched on, we also looked at employment. Mm-hmm. Uh, the equivalent figure for the jobs supported is uh, around 950000 So. It's clearly a very significant contribution to answer your question, as as you would probably expect, given the obvious links between the two. Absolutely. No, thank you, Owen. Yes, well, Jersey certainly is and has always been very proud uh, to be a partner of the UK. So hearing these numbers and, and the impacts, positive impacts we have is, is, is um, very pleasing. Well, I would like to finish uh, this podcast by saying that this research project has been a very fitting one for the past year, which has marked the 60th anniversary of Jersey's modern international finance industry. Uh, so we certainly will be celebrating that. Unfortunately, it couldn't last year, but we will uh, this year. In terms of the research, we, we certainly see research like this to be a core part of our, our work here at Jersey Finance. You know, we're forward looking and thinking jurisdiction and research like this keeps us uh, at the forefront of the industry. Owen, well, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you to you and your colleagues that you've been working really hard, you know, to, to provide these insights and to conclude this research, uh, which we see as very valuable piece. So thank you again. Thanks. My pleasure. To our listeners, thanks for tuning in. If you would like to learn um, more about this project, uh, you will find a wealth of information on our website. This includes specific findings, um, statistics, you know, broken down by sectors, but also by regions um, around the world. So in uh, CBR report itself, you will also find information about methodology and, and a, a plethora of all the other information. Please go to our website, www.jerseyfinance.com. GE forward slash global value chains to access it all. Thank you and goodbye.